I was dreaming, on the other hand, about um, being at a bar and suddenly this couple just shows up, they appear and decide that they're going to get married right there and they have a photographer. And I'm, I'm like, you need model releases. <laughs> Welcome to Founders Vika with Deanna and Desiree. I'm Deanna. And I'm Desiree. We're California attorneys with a passion for empowering small women-owned creative businesses that make beautiful things. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about contracts. Now, throughout you know this, this whole podcast, like the center is really around like contracts and using contracts as a way to be proactive instead of reactive. But we want to talk a little bit today about what are some of the things that you need to look for in a contract, right? Um, Let's let's just start with the elephant in the room. Templates. Do you start with a template? Obviously, I'm a little bit biased now. I'm you know staunchly against templates in my business, and um, it took me a long. Basically, when I had to close my um, law firm to kind of just embrace the model of templates because I just have like a decade of good information and good contracts that I feel really strongly about that should be continue to be shared. So I, I am making templates. But does that mean that all templates are created equal? I don't think so. Definitely not yet. I know a lot of people just look online for free templates or pay a small fee. Yeah, I think contracts are definitely one of those things where it's like you get what you pay for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're definitely not created equal. And some of them are just not even created by attorneys, so they don't even have the yeah the right lingu- legal language inside them that's the scary part is that there are templates that are not created by attorneys and like they might be created by influencers in the field of, of whatever industry they're in but they're not legally vetted and even when they do have them legally vetted they're not always vetted by an attorney that's licensed in your state so that's one of the things that i definitely encourage is make sure if you're getting a template at least make sure it's one that's compliant with your state laws and it's been reviewed by an attorney licensed in your state. Um, Contracts are a state enforced tool. It's not a federally enforced tool, except there are some like federal terms in there like copyright and whatnot. But for the most part, contract enforceability is going to be based on your state. Yep. So if you do get a template that was created by an attorney in another state, it might not be enforceable in the state that you're in and Therefore, it could be kind of useless. And a waste of money. Yeah. And, like, even if not all of the contract was not enforceable in your state, there's probably going to be some provisions in there that are not good for you. Um, One example, there's a really popular wedding photographer attorney who makes templates, and that person's not licensed in California, and in the state where she was originally licensed, um, arbitration. Arbitration is not something that I ever recommend for our small business owners. Um, But that was in all of the templates. And I think people have this misunderstanding of what arbitration actually is. Like they think it's good, Um, but it's it's good for the consumer in some sense. It's good for big, big businesses, but it's not good for small businesses because ultimately if you're the business that has that arbitration clause, um, if you, if the, like, if the consumer wants to enforce it, but they can't afford to pay for it, you have to pay for the arbitration. 
I've definitely done arbitrations before where like where the consumer on the consumer side and the consumer can't afford to pay for it. The business wants to go through with arbitration. They have to pay the rest, you know, the whole fee. And like back then a half day fee was $500 and that's like a four hour session. Um, so, you know, you want to think about kind of pre-vetting that information. You want to make sure it's from like a small business attorney. That way they're not putting in information that is helpful for huge tech companies with limitless resources. Um, so yeah, the, the more narrow, the better, you know, so you want to find something that is closer to what your business is. Yeah, but it's probably not a good idea if you're just pulling some template off the internet and you don't even oh, understand God, yeah. what it means, but you're just like, oh, I have a contract now. Yeah. <laughs> Start using it. That's That can cause a, a lot of problems. I think that's even worse, though. Like, you know, with CRMs, some CRMs give you um, contracts built into their platforms. And I think that's worse because you're under this, like, mm-hmm. false idea that you have security. And <laughs> no, you don't. You really don't. And you've been operating this whole time without knowing that you don't have a, a good contract to stand on. Uh, most people only find out that their contract is really bad when they go to enforce it or like if the client is trying to get their money back for something. That's when people really notice that their contract is deficient. Mm-hmm. So what if you have a template, though? What can you do? Like maybe it's you feel you've modified it. Um, to make it work with your business, what do you think people should do in order to like make that work? I would suggest uh, at least doing some sort of um, consultation with an attorney in your state just to review it. Just make sure that it is state specific, that it covers what it needs to, and maybe have them explain what each clause means so that you can explain it to your client if they totally. ask questions. Totally. Yeah, you want to just get it health checked by an attorney in your state. And I, you know, what you're saying is really important. Like you have to be able to explain this to your client, not only from like a legal standpoint, but also from a business professional standpoint, like your clients are not going to have a lot of faith in you. If you can't explain what your own contract means, um, (laughs) they might lose a little bit of faith in you and, and you might suffer a little bit of a loss of credibility. Um, but you know, all of this is to say that it's really important to have contracts in general, just because, you know, number one, you deserve it. You are creative and you're smart, but you're also a business. Um, there's no reason why you shouldn't have a contract and it shouldn't be something that is weak. It shouldn't be something that is short for the benefit of your client because you feel like they're going to scoff or get scared away. Um, you deserve a solid contract that will grow with your business um, and that covers all of your bases. I've, I think I've said this on Instagram before, but one of the things that I saw during the pandemic was um, vendors or some other people trying to sell emergency contract packages mm-hmm. uh, where they're basically selling clauses for uh, force majeure and um, cancellation contracts. And it was just like this total... I would say almost like price gouging, panic, hysteria, marketing. Yep, yeah, that's that's quite unfortunate that a lot of people are going to get taken advantage of and purchase those those clauses. And because your contract should already have that mm-hmm. information, it should already have those clauses contemplated in it. Um, fortunately, you know, 
not to brag, but also kind of to brag, like all of my contracts were fine. My clients were fine because I actually imagined the pandemic when I was uh, drafting my contracts. So covered. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just was trying to do some research to see what was out there. So, you know, I did a quick Google search myself to see, and I saw um, websites, non-attorney websites offering, oh, here's some free clauses that you can download while trying to sell their entire um, contract. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, there's a a lot of stuff on the internet that is going to probably hurt your business, not help it. Is there anything else that we want to add, Deanna, about like the do's and don'ts of contracts? Yeah, I just want to add, if you do get a contract from an attorney and your client asks you to modify something or, you know, on your own, you want to modify something. It's always a good idea to just check back in with that attorney and ask if what you want to change is if it's a good idea or not. And, you know, you should have a good enough relationship with your attorney that you feel like you can just reach out to them and ask those, those small questions. Totally. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I, you know, I still get that. Now, even with uh, former clients, um, I have a really good relationship with all my clients and I love working with them still. So if you're a former client, don't hesitate. Um, but yeah, you're right, Deanna. And, and frankly, we're not that scary. Right? <laughs> we're, attorneys are not that scary. And I know it seems like a lot of attorneys are scary because you might encounter them on the other side of things. But for the most part, you want an attorney in your, in your corner. And that's why we're here. So, um, yeah, don't hesitate to reach out. Throughout this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more about what goes into a contract and what's a really good way to um, protect yourself and make sure that you're strong or you're strong on that front. But remember, contracts are not a sword. They're a shield. It's there to protect you. You don't want to, like, throw it in people's faces and be like, well, according to the contract, this, you know, you have to really balance out good business decisions with your legal rights and enforceability. And we'll definitely be trying to figure out where that line is for everybody based on your questions. So I encourage you to get in touch with us. Um, we also have a shout out form in our link. So if you are you know, celebrating any kind of business milestones, make sure you drop us a line in the link and we'll shout you out on the podcast. Bye. And before we go, there's a few things you should know. Founders Speakers for educational purposes only. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as legal advice. Always consult an attorney licensed in your state if you need legal advice. In some states, like California, this podcast may be considered attorney advertising.